Time for our monthly visit from the town manager in Mansfield. Ryan Aylesworth joins us this morning to update us on what's going on in the town of Mansfield. Ryan, good morning. Thanks for joining me again. And well, with last time we spoke a month ago, election day was coming up. Tell me how that went down in the town of Mansfield. Good morning, Wayne, and ha- happy uh, frosty December morning to you. Um, we had a, uh, by all accounts, a very successful election day last month. Uh, things went very smoothly. Um, I believe uh, we had about 8,500 uh, registered voters uh, as of election day, and about 5,700 people cast ballots. So somewhere around 70% turnout overall, um, which is pretty good for a non-presidential election uh, midterm year, and uh, I believe it was around 700 people or so that voted absentee, and uh, of course being you know home to UConn, we get a lot of uh, election day registrations, a lot of UConn kids that aren't registered beforehand uh, come to town hall, our election day registration location to vote, and, and that was between five and 600. Um, so it was very successful, and then I, you know, I got to give big kudos to our registrars of voters and, and the town staff, our poll workers and volunteers that really all came together uh, to make it successful. I, I believe it was actually, believe it or not, you know, about 101 people scattered across all our different polling places um, that, that made it work. And so, you know, we, we made a number of investments in IT to be better prepared. I don't know if uh, you had heard uh, accounts of what happened here back in 2018, uh, which is basically our last pre-pandemic election. But uh, there were so many, uh, so many uh, EDR uh, voters here at Town Hall that our Wi-Fi network actually crashed. And that created a pretty big hardship for election workers. So we made some workarounds, some dedicated uh, networks went in place to make sure that didn't happen again. And uh, yeah, just very happy to say that it went it went super smoothly. And uh, and actually, you know, speaking of elected officials, I, I might just toss out that we had a great meeting yesterday uh, with State Senator Flexer and, and State Reps Headed and Boyd uh, to talk about um, priority projects here in Mansfield. And uh, of course, uh, Representative Boyd, uh, he's new to Mansfield, so to speak, uh, given that uh, his his district is redrawn and now includes uh, a portion of Mansfield. Um, but it was a great conversation and a great opportunity to, to brief those folks on some priority projects we have uh, coming down the pike here in town. I'm really impressed at that turnout that you talked about. Uh, to get 70% for a mid-year or midterm election like that is very good. So we turn the page from November to December, holiday season suddenly here. So what's happening around the town of Mansfield for residents and for visitors? Well, I think most people know, or hopefully most people know, that uh, tomorrow um, is our winter welcome, and there's just a lot of programming, a lot of activities uh, that are going to be happening to kind of kickstart the winter season. Um, so we have, uh, I believe it's called a jingle jog at the community center happening in the morning. There's going to be a craft fair at the community center that starts in the morning and, and goes into uh, the late afternoon. That's, that's actually a new activity for us. Uh, the Winter Welcome itself uh, in the downtown area, uh, Betsy Patterson Square, that's from 4 to 6.30. And uh, just lots of good fun. You know, obviously, the Trim a Tree event uh, and that competition um, is, is always popular, but we're going to have uh, choirs and other musical performances. Um, definitely want to sure, uh, make sure people know that our state troopers are hosting a, a Steffa Cruiser event. Um, it's really important to help families that are in need and, 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 you know, are having trouble providing gifts for their, for their children this time of year. Uh, so we encourage folks to bring down a toy uh, for, for a tot or a teen that they can contribute to that. 
Um, and uh, I think uh, your listeners, uh, many of your listeners, maybe already know this, but we do uh, Nutcracker performances this time of year. They're they're much heralded. It's actually very impressive um, how talented some of our young performers are. Um, and there's going to be three shows. Uh, tickets are still available. Um, they're going to be at the middle school. Last year, um, because of the pandemic, it was outdoor performance. This year, it's back in the middle school. And uh, performances are Saturday afternoon and Saturday evening, and then another one on Sunday afternoon, so people can get their tickets uh, at the community center. But uh, I also want to do, though, I want to give a shout out to our our staff, our facilities, and public works staff, because one of our uh, goals for this year was actually to uh, enhance our downtown lighting display that we do. It starts basically now in early December and extends into March for for basketball playoffs. And you know, it's a dark time of year, and we've been doing downtown lighting for some time, but uh, we actually added a lot of um, power outlets on on the street poles or the street lights uh, this year. And so, um, if you've spent any time driving around uh, 195 in particular in the downtown area while it's dark, uh, you see a lot more light on 195. And we're still working away at that, trying to bring uh, more seasonal lighting into the downtown area. And we'll eventually expand to include Mansfield Center. You know, it's just like I said, it's it's. That sounds great. And speaking of dark, uh, Town of Wyndham got hit pretty hard by that frontal passage the other night. Over a thousand people lost power. But the numbers I saw on the Eversource website, Mansfield did okay. Well, except for the town manager. <laughs> yeah, we live in a part of town uh, that uh, we, we we seem to experience more outages than other parts of town. But but that's that's okay. You know, uh, we, uh, we we have flashlights and candles, and we find a way to make it work. <laughs> Seems there's been a lot of activity with development proposals in Mansfield last month. We talked about the driverless car test track. What other developments are knocking on Mansfield's door? There are uh, definitely uh, a lot of proposals floating around out there, and they are in various stages of review. Um, lot, a lot of uh, the, uh, the proposals that we're seeing and plans that we're seeing pertain to larger-scale multifamily uh, development. So, um, uh, apartment and and townhouse or condo living, um, and uh, some of the projects that uh, are probably maybe most worth noting. Uh, the standard, as it's called, at Four Corners. Um, that project is uh, a little under 400 units with uh, about 12,000 feet, I believe, of commercial uh, retail space. So that's a mixed-use development going in at the old Holiday Mall. Property that that's in the uh, latter stages of uh, land use review and approval, and and then on a similar uh, theme in a similar location, uh, mixed use development uh, behind Hops 44 and and the Toast uh, Restaurant area. That's 116 uh, units, or would be 116 units in that area. Uh, again, with about 12,000 square feet of commercial space. So. Uh, those two projects right there in, in the four corners um, it will be certainly transformational for for that part of town and then not too far down the road uh, on middle turnpike or, or route 44 the old golf course property there's a proposal to construct uh, 256 uh, apartment or townhouse units there um, and and you don't have to go too far from that uh, to, to learn about a mixed-use redevelopment of the king hill of uh, some parcels on King Hill Road, kind of sandwiched in between King Hill Road and North Eagleville Road, um, and, uh, and a redevelopment of Champagne Motors uh, down at the southeastern part of town near near Eastbrook Mall. That's a commercial 
uh, redevelopment, uh, looking to bring in a couple of restaurants and a, and a, and a medical office. So um, lots going on that, that our uh, planning and zoning commission is reviewing. And then, of course, there are Yukon projects that, that are in the mix. And, and I, I think we talked uh, maybe in a previous program about uh, Yukon's plans to redevelop Mansfield Apartments. Um, that's uh, the, the buildings directly across uh, 275 from Town Hall and the community center. And uh, they're talking about 900 beds there, and uh, that would be a pretty huge project. So definitely a lot going on, a lot that we have to carefully think about. Uh, growth is good. Bringing in new tax revenues, of course, is, is good from a standpoint of financial sustainability. But we want to grow wisely. We want to grow in the right ways and balance a lot of objectives to, to make this a great community. Mansfield Town Manager Ryan Aylesworth joining us this morning with our monthly visit and speaking of taxes and the like. You're almost halfway through your fiscal year. What are you looking at as far as accomplishments in the next couple of months? Well, we have a lot, uh, a lot of irons in the fire for sure. Um, one of the things I, uh, I, I can let uh, the listeners know is that uh, in all likelihood, it's still being uh, explored, but we're in kind of the, the later stages of analyzing this. Uh, we're looking to trial a, a four-day work week uh, here at Town Hall. So the building would actually be open Monday through Thursday and closed on Fridays. Uh, as you may know, uh, Fridays right now are a half day for us, and it's a pretty underutilized day as far as uh, customer service and the residents that come into Town Hall to seek service. So uh, we think we can accomplish a couple different objectives by extending hours of operation uh, Monday through Thursday, and then uh, so actually providing people who may have a hard time getting there, you know, towards the latter end of the day because of the, their own work schedules, give them additional time to come into town to, to receive whatever service they need, um, but then also promote, you know, work-life balance for our employees. Uh, this is an incredibly challenging um, time for labor market. We, we need to do what we can do to uh, recruit and retain the best employees and be competitive in a very competitive uh, marketplace for workers right now. And, uh, and, and, and it's quite possible that offering a four-day work week, which would give uh, full-time employees a three-day weekend every weekend, would be one way that we could uh, help, uh, help give ourselves a bit of an advantage. And this is something other towns are, are definitely doing. Uh, it's actually quite popular, common in Massachusetts, a little less so currently in Connecticut. Uh, but that's something that we're looking to explore, and we'll be very interested in receiving resident feedback uh, once we once we do this. If we if we trial it for about six months, um, it's not just the employee experience we're interested in learning about. We want to know how residents felt it went, and then we can decide at that point if we think it should become a permanent arrangement. So that's something we're looking at. Uh, we have American Rescue Plan funding. I know, as we've talked about in the past, that we continue to allocate and, and make available for important community needs, and we just finished up a second round of our local business relief uh, program uh, for businesses that were impacted uh, by the pandemic. And uh, I think uh, all, all said, we will have helped out about 40 businesses in town um, when the dust settles. So we're very proud of that. And then along similar lines, we're, we're going to be rolling out a, a, a grant program targeted at social service agencies that work in our community, um, again, using American Rescue Plan funding. But these are agencies that offer food or housing assistance, mental health support. Uh, there are a lot of agencies that, that help us, uh, help residents of our community. We want to help them expand their services. And, uh, and then, of course, you know, maybe it's not the most exciting thing, but uh, this time of year is really the start of 
developing the next uh, the next budget. Our fiscal year restarts July 1. We have a town meeting in May, and December is really when we launch the, the budget development process and uh, all that good fun. We've spoken before about the new Mansfield Elementary School construction winding up now. What's the latest on that front? The uh, the project uh, really in the last few weeks has experienced just tremendous progress. Um, you know, it's been proceeding all along, but I think some of the some of the most visually stark you know progress that we've seen uh, has, has really been achieved in the last month. And uh, so we we move closer and closer to um, the contractor achieving what is called a substantial completion. And basically what that means is that's the point at which uh, the contractor turns the building over to the town for occupancy. Now, it'll it'll be a while before we actually uh, start uh, start operating the school and, and bring the kids in. Uh, these things have to happen in, in a phased way and in stages, but uh, it's, it still looks like late December is actually when the building will achieve substantial completion and, and we can proceed with bringing in furnishings and, and everything that needs to happen uh, in terms of training staff up on the operation of the building so that in early 2023, you know, we can do community tours, introduce uh, our 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 kids to the building, obviously introduce faculty and staff to the new building, and ultimately gear up to uh, to start uh, operating a school in early 2023. So, um, uh, still a fair amount of work to be done, but we are we are getting very close. And uh, as I've said before, we know that this project has taken a little bit longer than originally anticipated to complete, and there are a lot of reasons uh, behind that, but. Um, you know, we, we believe that we're going to have a phenomenal end product, and we very much appreciate the patience of members of our community and our, our families and our kids while we, while we finish this project up. The kind of buzz you're getting from the students and the parents, i got to think the kids themselves are aware there's something new on the horizon, and they're looking forward to this. Yeah, well, I know uh, our two kids that are in the schools, uh, my, my two-year-old doesn't ask too many questions, but our, but our other two, my six-year-old and my eight-year-old, certainly ask a lot of questions about the new building. You know, they're very excited. They want to know when they're going to get in there. And uh, it'll, it'll be a great facility for so many reasons, but not the least of which it'll, it'll be really a learning classroom in and of itself. You know, we've talked in the past about how it's a net zero building, you know, the environmental sustainability aspects. Um, and, then, and that's great for a whole host of reasons, you know, uh, you know, the intrinsic value of having an environmentally responsible building and, of course, the operating cost savings, but to actually be able to use the building so that, you know, particular our, our third and fourth graders, some of the older kids in the building, uh, can learn about um, renewable energy and, 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 you know, be ambassadors for that technology and, you know, promote being a good student or steward of the earth, um, it'll, it'll be great and just can't wait for the kids to get in there. Ryan, anything else you want to share about what's happening in Mansfield? Wow, that's a loaded question. We have so much going on, but uh, uh, probably later today uh, we'll be issuing our our latest edition of our bi-monthly newsletter, the December-January issue. And I just want to make sure your listeners know that if uh, if they're interested in uh, subscribing to that to receive uh, you know a really healthy dose of town news, that's very easy for them to do. It's it's. Uh, it's easy to do on our website. There's a quote-unquote notify me button on our website, and signing up is easy. Um, I want to make sure people know uh, to be on the lookout in the next uh, few months for the start of what I would call some high-profile community engagement efforts. Um, these are around a few different topics, uh, one of which will be 
possible enhancements to some of our municipal buildings. Uh, we have some concepts that we've been exploring with architect and with an architecture and design firm, and we really want to get community feedback, public input around uh, these ideas to see if uh, the community agrees that we're headed in the right direction. Uh, we're also going to be looking uh, at neighborhood redevelopment in the northwestern part of town. And, uh, and and master planning for our parks and recreation program. So those are just a few things that, you know, we're going to have going on, all of which that will have very important public engagement components. And we're going to be organizing meetings and pushing out uh, online surveys and really just, you know, trying to do an all-of-the-above approach to get public feedback on these things. So I hope uh, residents are on a lookout uh, for that. Uh, I want to make sure that uh, the, the younger families in our community and, and outside our community, for that matter, know that we opened uh, a new playground uh, in, in, uh, at our public library in the last month or so. So while temperatures are still reasonably mild, uh, I hope folks can get out there and enjoy that. It's a, it's, it's a great facility, and uh, you know, uh, it's also exciting that families can take advantage of the, uh, the enhanced Wi-Fi service that we've installed. Um, at our library, uh, so you can have your kids playing at the playground and work on a resume if that's what you want to do. Um, it's 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 um, it's a very uh, great project we've completed there. Um, and then maybe just a couple other updates. Uh, we're winding down uh, year two of the local government academy. We've talked about that program in the past. We had uh, 20 participants this year. Uh, last night uh, was actually our 11th session, and we just have one more to do uh, before the certificates are issued. And, and last night we uh, we heard from representatives from Mansfield Public Schools, and, and we talked about public education and, and what we have going on in town. And it's been you know just another very successful year, very enjoyable. Um, I've been very impressed with the with the questions that the the group's been asking. They're a very engaged group, and. Um, and already looking ahead to, to next year. It's been it's been fun. Brian, thanks for the great update this morning, and, well, I guess we'll see you next year. Yeah, and I hope to see uh, you and others at the Winter Welcome tomorrow. All right, sounds good. That's the Mansfield Town Manager, Ryan Aylesworth, on 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM.